Welcome back to Flashbacks. I'm Jessica Hall, and today I'm pretty lucky because I have someone in from the Action Park Media family from Home Team. Yay! And Heather is out shooting Flipping 101. Is that the name of it? I think so. Yeah. She ditched us for her fiance today, which is understandable. I get it. Heather, we miss you. (laughs) So we are keeping in the family, which is a thing that I love about uh, being here with Action Park. I've been to many radio stations before, and this definitely feels like home. And I'm with Home Team. (laughs) Yes. That's one of my favorite things about working here is that we cross promote all our shows. So we've been talking about this for a while, Jessica. I know. It's finally happening. And I I love it. Now, tell my listeners about Home Team and how you came up with the name and you and Sophie Julia doing it together. Like, Give me the backstory. Okay. So I work here at Action Park Media and I produce a ton of shows here. And Sophie Julia came in and she's like, I want to do a show where I interview the wives and girlfriends of athletes. So she started off this show and she called it Home Team and she's like, will you be my co-host? And I was like, sure. I've never done a podcast before, but... That's a huge deal though to become a co-host like that quick. I know. And it all started because we were just sitting out there at the table and just going back and forth, talking about guys, talking about dating. And so she invited me to be her co-host and I was like, absolutely. And then somehow the show transitioned to be more of like a dating advice show, which I don't know how that happened because it was like her interviewing these women and then it would be like our little segments talking about dating in LA, which used to be a nightmare. I'm in a relationship now, but like all the ins and outs of dating in LA and then it just changed. The show completely changed. So I'm going to dive into that. Dating in LA. Dating in LA. Because when I first dated in LA, which was a short time, Mm -hmm. uh, it was pretty crazy. I mean, it was, I feel like men, especially like, gosh, I don't know what I can and cannot say. Uh, I was a little bit in a different world at the time, being that I was, um, you know, involved in Playboy. So like my kind of hanging out was like the Playboy Mansion or these club, the club scene was completely different from what it is now. Mm -hmm. And those guys that would kind of go around that either wanted to date like a, a Playboy girl or uh, they would date multiple and girls would always find out, but there's no form of social media. So there was like no, no evidence. Oh my gosh. But when I, I remember being in this moment where I was, went on a couple dates with this one guy mm-hmm. and this other girl in the same industry, same everything as me was also kind of going on a few dates with him. And I didn't really care. I was like 19 years old. I was like, oh, whatever. But mm-hmm. she definitely cared. And I'll never forget, like, I mean, because he was, he, you know, he's kind of popular at the time. And she walks up to him and she just like goes completely crazy. And he like walks <gasps> over to me and he was like, she's lying. She's lying. I was like, I don't care. I don't. I went on like two dates with you. It's completely fine. Oh, but it was like this dating era of like, I I mean, I don't know. I feel like now you can't get away with anything. And I think it's kind of unfair advantage. Um, If you want to see what someone looks like, it's so easy. And you don't really get to know the person because you're going to go to their Instagram and see their like overly retouched photos. Mm -hmm. So I never dated in that type of world. So how much harder is that to go on dates when you can literally look up everything about the person before you even meet them? Dating in LA before I got into a relationship was very depressing and very stressful because of what you just said. Yeah. And everyone in this town is literally gorgeous, like 10 out of 10. All the women here, models, actresses, this, that, Instagram models now. And it's just like guys I thought had one Peter Pan syndrome like in this town and two. Wait, I'm sorry. Peter Pan syndrome? Peter Pan syndrome. You don't know what that is? No, like, I don't. They don't want to grow up. Like they're, oh. they're, they're like in okay. this 
Do you agree? Oh, totally. I mean, it's a great, I just haven't heard that term, but yeah. It's crazy because the city allows them to be that way almost, you know, because you can get away with it. And I used to bartend and I used to bartend in West Hollywood and I would just see like, I'm sure the same guys coming in with different girls and almost like showing them off. And I'm like, oh my God. But that's how I feel even back in the day I dated pre-social media, Mm -hmm. these guys would kind of double up. Like nobody wanted to commit. Everybody was, so you're telling me it's still the same way as it is. I still think it is the same and I'm not a man hater. I love guys. It's just like, that's just the way that I felt at the time. And now it's even worse because you can go on Instagram or you can go on Tinder and and just flip. It's so easy to ghost people. You just be like, I don't want to talk to this girl anymore and just swipe. And there's literally another girl right there. My brother-in-law, who is my identical twin of my husband, I would play on his apps because, of course, I miss that whole era. And I go, this can't be real. Right. Like, you're... And then you swipe, and it says if you're compatible or not. It just kind of seems mean. Like, I I, I don't know. I I just cannot imagine, I mean, what that would do to, like I just said, ghosting. Ghosting. And someone literally, what if you take a bad photo or a bad angle or what? You don't really get a chance to know that person. And you may, I mean, when I first met my husband, no, I was like, absolutely not. And it just, obviously, within time, I saw what kind of person he was and what he represented and this and that. And if I didn't, like, give him that moment, if there were so many other options out there of, like, swiping right, left, whatever it is, I don't Mm -hmm. know, I would miss out on something great. I know. And you bring up such a good point because I'm like... People don't go through the struggle anymore of, oh, well, like, this isn't working out, but let's talk about it. That's something my boyfriend's really good at is he forces me to talk about stuff. If we're, like, not seeing eye to eye or if I'm being a brat or whatever, we just sit and talk. But, like, how easy would it be for one of us to just be like, all right, this isn't working and just go back? and like Yeah, because there's so many options. I think that's what people do. So on home team, what kind of advice would you give someone that may be in that position of dating and not really being able to find the right swipe? <laughs> I know. I just think so much. It's hard to. It's so hard to give advice about that because I think it starts to play with your mental health. And this is something that my brother and I have talked about because he's single dating in L.A. and like how it messes with your head. So my number one advice would be, and this is so corny, please don't roll your eyes at me. (laughs) My number one advice would be just to like build yourself as a full human first so you don't feel the need to be with somebody else. That's great advice. That's what a lot of my girlfriends, unfortunately, I see is that they think that they need someone to feel complete. But like once you realize you don't, that's the most powerful position to be in. I love that. And I feel that way even to this day. Yeah. Like I'm so, I you know, strong. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't recall if I was like that early on, but I think I kind of what I mean, at night, granted, I, I feel like I can't talk about this because I got married at 24 and or 25. can't remember. So I, my experience in dating was so short lived, but I wasn't, I never, during the whole dating time, I, I didn't get hooked on like one guy. Mm-hmm. That sounds bad. I wasn't like hooking up. <laughs> well, kind of, but I was, I didn't take anyone serious. Like, I was just kind of having more fun than, you know. But there, I remember this one time. I did go on this a couple of dates with this guy. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I really like him. And then he kind of, like, ghosted me, but then not, and called me and told me he was getting back with his fiance, which I didn't even know he had a fiance. And I was like, okay, this is so strange. He, like, decided to give me this, I don't know if it was, like, a crazy made-up belief story. And I got off the phone. And instead of being sad, I was kind of like, wow, that guy really went above and beyond to kind of, like, get rid of me. Like, he, like, put some effort into that. And we only went out a few times. But I remember that one stinging a little because I was like, oh, I kind of liked him. But how did you recover from that? Were you just, like, sad for a few weeks talking to girlfriends? I was sad a few days, but I just, I kind of, 
I just felt like I was on that. Like, it was like probably the third or fourth guy that I was kind of just like going out with casually on a few dates that nothing was really panning out. And then I was like, what's wrong with me? Is it me? And then I got to think I was like 19, 20 years old. And, you know, no one really takes you that serious at that age anyways. But the funny story about that one guy is he ended up getting back with his fiance. I think he may have married her. Mm -hmm. And he's like kind of in the public eye. So I can kind of, I remember back in the day, kind of seeing it. And then he ended up at the bar hitting on my sister divorced. Stop. Yes. And I just think it's funny how... When if something's not meant to be, don't force it or right. don't try really hard. Like I do think that you should like work in relationships and stuff like that. But in the beginning, like that, like if it didn't it didn't work out, like there's reasons, and I'm glad that I didn't try to uh, push anything or yeah, a hundred percent. People would always say to me that if it's meant to be, it should be easy, and I was yeah. like, I don't. I, you're speaking a different language because every time I've been in any sort of relationship, it's been like not easy. Yeah. And so now I finally see like you're absolutely right. Like it should just be easier. It shouldn't be like this push and yeah. pull and like fighting and stuff like that. But you said something good. If you know your self worth, like yeah. that is key because so you, you don't stress about all the little things or you don't question yourself or you don't think I'm not good enough or I'm th- you know you're good enough. Yeah. You know that you're set. You know that you technically don't need this person. Mm-hmm. And that's like I remember sometimes even my husband. And he'd be like, gosh, sometimes I feel like you could just, you think you could do it all on your own. I go, I can. Like, you know, and I think that kind of gets him like, okay, you know what? We got to, he works hard at still being together for so long. And I think it works. Like it, it shows me like, okay, you still care. You still have to, you know, put work into a marriage relationship, whatever. Like my dad always says, he's like, don't let the fire burn out. Keep throwing logs in it. And I was like, oh, I get that analogy. I get that, dad. But how do you do that? Uh, you just, you both have to be able to do that. I think. Mm -hmm. I think having your own thing kind of going on helps too. I think respecting each other. I just, not so much like I'm saying in marriages or whatever, but in relationships, the grass is not greener on the other side. You know, like I think people always, especially out here in LA, you you just said there's beautiful people everywhere. Yeah. And I feel like I see a lot of my friends that are dating, like they're such good girls and they're going out with these guys and yet they're always leaving for something they think is better, but they always end up trying to come back to those really good girls. And I just want my friends to gain enough confidence to realize, no, 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 don't take them back. This rings a spark, Jessica. You just ignited oh, something that oh, I, I like it. Okay. One of the things that we said on home team for everybody, this was a hot tip that we gave, was that we should all have non-negotiables. So it's like equivalent to having standards, but like make a list of five things that you're not willing to negotiate on. Like one for me is that I want a family. And if I'm with someone and early on they clearly don't want to have a family, then that's a non-negotiable. And it would be it would be a waste of time for either of us to continue that relationship, in my opinion. I agree. So and don't think you can change someone. Don't think you can change someone. That's yes. so true. Like, don't think, oh, he doesn't want a family now, but I'll convince him. Yeah. I'm the one. I'm this. I, you know, I've seen it like with family members. I've seen it. That's not the case. I really don't think that you can change someone. Yeah. I don't. Or you want to be that one to change them. Right. You know, and my mm-hmm. friends are like, oh, I could be that, you know, or when, oh, my favorite is, oh, when it's good, it's good. Oh, like, my oh, gosh. I know, but that's in every but case what about scenario. When it's not good. 100%. That's in every case scenario. Yeah. Even in friendships and relationships, all that. Yeah, of course, when it's good, it's good. Duh. That's, a, that's the dumbest thing I heard. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. So I love that I'm trying to talk advice about home team right now, and this is your show. <laughs> no, I love it. I'm just sharing some hot tips. I like it. I Keep going. What, what my other non-negotiables were, now I don't remember. Family's um, a big one. I mean, it's like yes. a pretty big part yes. of a relationship. Um, another non-negotiable for me was... 
someone who they don't have to be wealthy right then and there, but they have to have drive and passion for something yeah. because I'm that way. And if I'm with someone that just doesn't have like a passion for something, then I'm going to be turned off. Like it's not going to match, you yeah. know, of like I'm working my ass on. off yeah. and they're, they're not, then that's another non-negotiable. So what happens when you get with a person and they are saying all the right things, mm-hmm. doing all the right things, and then you end up like committing to them, maybe even having a kid or married or moving in, and then they completely change. What's your advice for that? Um, I think something that I learned the hard way because I did a lot of the relationships I had were like I, for some reason, dated guys that were really hot and cold. Like, they're just, like, you hold on to those good moments, and then sometimes they're just, like, complete assholes, you know? I don't know where I'm going with this, but um, what I was going to say was it's about their actions and not their words. A lot of times, guys will say things to get you to believe them or think they're one way, but then their actions, like, if you look back, you'll probably see that there were some red flags early on. Then what do you do in that case? Like, when you make that next step? See, when that's another thing. I feel like people get too far into a relationship, and they just settle, and they stay. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, nope, you can still get out. You can still get out, yeah. You got to be happy. I mean, right. as much as it's so cliche, this life is short, but it really, really is. Yeah. Do you believe think- in soulmates? Yes, I do. You just got quiet. No, I believe I believe in them too. And I'm thinking for someone in that position, maybe they don't think that there's anything better out there. Oh, yeah. No, I've heard that one. Yeah. Everything that I'm saying, that first piece of advice that you said don't hate you for, which I'm still going to go back to that. Yeah. If you are a strong person and you love yourself, I think that can help in all these situations, like all these scenarios that you may get into. And Jessica, this is something that I see in you so much and that I look up to you for. You have such a good group of girlfriends around you and you you support them. And I think having a good group of girlfriends is so important in a situation like that. Agreed. And that's why it's hard for me sometimes with some of my friends that are either going through a divorce, divorced, or just trying to find that right person because maybe they want babies and time's not on their... Wait, what's that saying? Time's not on your side? Yes. You know? Yeah. Well, you know, they're getting older or whatever. and, And that... It's so hard because I love my friends so much and I want to, but I, I'm not, I don't know. I, I, none of us know the right answer and you mm-hmm. don't want to say the wrong answer. Right. So that's another thing. When someone's so fixated in something, you don't want to lose that person. So you're not going to tell them how you really feel. Now, was that wrong? Kind of. I don't know. I know because who says I'm right? I don't know. Exactly. And then it's like people aren't going to listen to you until they're ready. So, yeah. so I really don't know what to do in that case. You know, if you see something that maybe your girlfriend doesn't about yeah. a situation, they're not going to listen to you anyway sometimes, Gosh, no. you know. If anybody out there knows, please can you I like send this. that in? I don't know. See, this is a, I like this relationship talk. This is deep. I, this I come deep. from, you know, I, I'm the second oldest of 10 kids. Mm-hmm. So I hear a lot of stories. And especially Wait, when you're comes- the second oldest of 10 kids? Yes. I know. I can know. we all stop for a second? I know. I did not know that. So when I have to hear about, I'm not just always talking about my friends or whatever. And I I hear these relationship things all the time. And again, I'm clearly have no, I'm no one to give advice, but I, I, they ask me a lot. So I I try to be, it's a hard, it's a hard, it's, 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 it's hard. hard. I don't know what to say. Like I'm like stuttering now because I don't want to say anything wrong. Well, you, are a good role model because you have been in a relationship for such a long time. Yeah. And so that's why they're coming to you is because that could, yeah, you've been in this relationship and I'm sure it has its ups and downs, but neither one quit on each other. And that 
come on in 2020. It's kind of yeah. rare now to oh, see no. something you know like that. Oh, no. You know what's really funny is, yes, I have been, gosh, I think it's like 16, going on 17 years. And I remember a girlfriend, they would come over or I, I would have like parties at the house, like this like pre Oh, gosh, we lived it up. And one of my girlfriends brought her boyfriend and she's always been kind of like, you know, what's your secret? I'm like, there is this, I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, so her and her boyfriend clearly probably were talking about our relationship. He got a little drunk that night and he walked up to Kyle and he's like, so where, where's the swinging room? And Kyle goes, where's what? He goes, the swinging room. I'm sorry, guys, you guys cannot be this happy or married this, whatever. He's like, where's the swinging room? I may want to sign up. And I just was, she was hitting him to shut up. And I was like, oh my gosh, you little shit talker. I thought it was hysterical. Things like that don't offend me. They're but like, I thought it was funny. They thought, no, you cannot be like, yeah. as young as we were getting mm-hmm. married and being in the business and all this, mm-hmm. like, I mean, it is hard. It struggles. And I, I, I would say it's actually somewhat, probably even like a little harder than other places sometimes, just, you know, the temptation and everything out there and just staying grounded and just, you know, staying true. And Kyle and I communicate like no other, but the fact that they thought there's no way that could be. They have to. They have to be doing something. There has mm-hmm. to be something else. You just can't be happy. I'm like that is so sad. Yeah, uh, we're like old school when it comes to like a lot of things. Kyle and I, and I, and it works. But it was just funny that they assumed that we were swingers. They were like, "There's no way that yeah. they are the mm-hmm. way that they are without, without allowing." Wow. Well, mm-hmm. well, I was like, uh, "Are you kidding?" I would cut a bitch. <laughs> like absolutely. That, not. I'm the same way. I don't <laughs> yeah, think I no. could handle like allowing. No, no I'm and way I know too people territorial. that do. Mm-hmm. And again, more that works for you. And that's another thing with relationships. People have to realize some things work for others, some don't. Whatever, whatever it may be. An outsider, you can't look into a relationship and think like this or that. Like mm-hmm. I, that's one thing with my friends. Like if they're married or whatever, I do not give. I'll give like advice, like a, like a healthy type of way, but I would never ever comment on marriages and stuff. But that is it's like. That's a very personal. No, absolutely mm-hmm. not. Especially when there's kids involved. No, that's none of my business. Do you and your husband, have you guys talked about all people from the past? Girls he's dated or guys you've dated? Is it like so, open, yes. fair game? It oh, is? yeah, I don't care. I don't care at all. I think it's funny. Like, the trust is great because he doesn't, I mean, I, I literally, and it feels good. It, and it wasn't always like that in the very beginning, of course, when you're young, you're thinking like, oh, if I ever see someone, I'm going to. Yeah. So dumb. I, and now I look back, I'm just like, oh my gosh, Jessica. But I, we did run into this guy that was um like a like a rocker type of guy. And <laughs> we ran into him when I was pregnant and Kyle knew the story about him. And we actually went to a small, intimate sit-down dinner. Oh, God. And I'm sitting here fat and pregnant with my first kid. <laughs> and anyways. Kyle looks at me and goes, look, there's blah, blah. And I go, yeah, yeah. And comes over, he says hi. And it's not a big deal. And I'm kind of laughing. And I'm just sitting here. I was like, you know, trying to like suck it in, which clearly I can't. (laughs) Because there's a baby growing inside of you. But it was like a funny scenario. So we're very comfortable. I mean, it wasn't like that in the very beginning. Let me just be honest. But it's definitely now. Yeah, I don't care. I mean, there's no reason like bring up the past. But when it does, like, no, I do not care. Yeah. Absolutely not. We're still in that early phase where I don't think it would go over well if I'm like. And that's okay. That's okay. Okay. Okay, early phase. Same with that. It's like, hell no, I don't yeah. want to hear about anything. We'll see You're what good. Happens. You're I good. Um, I love that you post on my Instagram. So it's official. Instagram official. I know. That was a big thing. Yeah, I noticed. Mm-hmm. I like it. I was like, we have to take the perfect photo. I have to look super hot. <laughs> like, I got to airbrush myself. So, yeah, I feel like that's a big thing, you know, now to post on it Instagram. It is a big step. It's like, and I did lose, like, I, I took a screenshot. I don't have a lot of followers, but I took a screenshot of how many followers I had. And I did lose, like, 20 to 30 followers. I'm not joking. 
Male, like guys. Yes. Yeah, obviously. Yes. So you heard on the past show that I said that my Instagram following now is majority 90% women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's okay. It's all right. It's okay. I'm it's, embracing it's nice, it. I'm uh, not upset. No, gosh, no. No. But I do love that that's the official thing now. When you do put, I'm like, whoa, this is serious. Like even with my friend Jasmine, when she posted her man, I was yeah. like, oh, whoa, 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 what is going on? Yeah. And I'm just so late in the game that, uh, yeah. And no. it used to be that Facebook member flashbacks. It used to be like Facebook. Facebook official, like MySpace oh. official. There's oh, gosh, so many officials. Yeah. Oh, what a time to be dating in. It must be rough, though. Did you have a MySpace? Um, I started one, but it was just so, I just wasn't. No, not just really. Remember. I never did the Facebook. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Did I just call it the Facebook? The Facebook, yes. Wow. Wow. I'm not even that old. Why do I act like I am? I love that we're making flashbacks about relationships. I feel like this is like flashback meets home team meets action park media yeah there you go there you go i definitely feel like i just hijacked your show no i i liked it because i don't okay. talk about i feel like no one everyone just looks at me like oh you've been married for so long you don't know anything it's like no i know a few things let me talk i i don't i mean i black out pretty much every show so i love talking to people that are in healthy relationships because something people don't know about me is my parents had an arranged marriage oh wow isn't that crazy yeah so i they still together they're still together but oh my gosh yeah, i know it's crazy but i'm trying to relearn of what like a soulmate, like we mm-hmm. talked about relationship kind of looks like because yeah. that wasn't my environment growing up. So I love talking to people that are like actually with their soulmates yeah. in love. And mm-hmm. I have another best friend that just got engaged and they're like high school sweethearts as well. Oh, wow. And I just love talking to them. So I was I can high school learn. sweetheart. Well, He's four years older than me. Okay. Was, right? I'm younger. <laughs> <laughs> four years, people. Four years. This is fun for me. So I don't mind hijacking your show. Okay, so since we basically hijacked it with Home Team, Mm -hmm. before we end our flashbacks episode, do you have any questions for me? Yes. So I want to stay on brand of your show. What is a flashback of something super embarrassing that happened to you early on in your relationship that you were just like, oh my God, that's so embarrassing? Ugh, something embarrassing. I don't get embarrassed that much. I really, really don't. It's weird. I don't, but... um, Okay, here's a good one. Well, it's kind of good. I just remember um, it was like the first time I stayed the night. Like, you know, I mm-hmm. at his house, you know, of course I'm drinking. And I just remember like kind of having a little cold, like, you know, kind of the week before, but nothing a really big deal. And I just, I'll never forget. Like, I was all nervous about sleeping over for the first time. And I'm laying next to him. And I like roll over. It's like the morning. I'm looking at him. He's like wide-eyed, just staring at me. And I was like, what is wrong? And he goes... I cannot believe that sound can come out of something so little and so cute. And I go, oh, my gosh, should I snore? And he was like, awful. Like, oh, awful. my gosh. And it was like, oh, my gosh. It was my first time ever staying the night. I'm clearly kept this guy up all night because I'm snoring. Oh, my gosh. And then I got so embarrassed that I got mad at him. And I just, like, left. And he was like, what did I do? And you I literally just, left. Left. I left. I was so embarrassed. Yeah, I don't know. To me, that was really embarrassing. It was a very yeah. like moment that I just, I just remember being so nervous, like not want to fall asleep because I didn't want to, I wanted to wake up before him and brush my teeth, you know, do all those things that you care about. Uh, but I, at that time, I, I already ruined it. So who cared? To, even, if I had bad breath, it wouldn't even matter. It would be like the icing on the cake. So a snoring girl. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's a I, good one. But yes, yes, when I drank and I did have a little bit of, so it probably was bad. I just, I mean, I didn't wake up from it. Yeah. <laughs> I 
just remember looking at him so wide-eyed, and he literally said that. I cannot believe that can come out of you. <laughs> but how sweet that he didn't wake you up. He allowed you to sleep, and in the morning, he addressed it. Like, he could have, like, nudged you or something in the middle of the I night. I would have nudged <laughs> me. I would have kicked my ass. Like, <laughs> that, that, I was definitely embarrassed. I left. I left. That's and then a good I was like, did not return his call all day. And he was like, I'm so embarrassed. I'm 21 years Aww. old. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, this hot guy that yeah. I just, like, literally slept with, I snored my ass off. So, yeah. That's a good one, Doug. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Okay, now that I admitted my first embarrassing moment, because there's many, many more embarrassing times that I've had in my life. Uh, yeah, thank you, home team, for coming in Woo-hoo. and hanging out with flashbacks here. Again, Heather Ray Young is filming Flipping 101 with her fiance. So until next time, I'm Jessica Hall. And I'm Naro Michelle. 